Hey guys, Kill Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. Today I'm going to give you two tactics that are going to be beneficial to your trading. But before we get into those, if you're looking for more tactics, right, in education and coaching and mentorship, make sure you check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. We work with traders of all levels. So if you're brand new to trading, just getting into it and don't know what's what, Tier 1 Trading is the place for you. If you're an experienced trader that's looking for help, maybe to get over that obstacle in trading, Tier 1 Trading is the place for you. And of course, if you are an already consistently profitable trader and you're just looking for a community of traders to network with and share ideas with, we are the place for you. www.tier1trading.com. Check it out. So I apologize in advance if the energy levels are low. It's been a, a long day and it's rather late when I'm recording this, but the point of the Trading Coach podcast and why I started this so many years ago was to give me an opportunity to kind of get the ideas out of this this clustered mind of mine and share it with you guys and myself as well. And I just came out of a performance session. Um, if you guys are brand new to my story, I'm not just a trader. I am also a track and field coach. I'm a sports nerd, hence the, the sports references in almost every one of these podcasts. And track and field is really a passion of mine as far as coaching. In fact, little known fact, trading, or I guess the motivation to remain a coach was a big reason that I got into trading in the first place. Right? I had job offers coming out of college or grad school, I should say, and I turned them down because they didn't offer the freedom that I wanted in life. And part of coaching is obviously the, the physical aspect, the training aspect of it, but it's also the performance aspect and, and performance meaning the mental side, the psychological side. And it's very similar to what we deal with in trading, right? I always say that traders and coaches or, or, or traders and athletes, I should say, are, are basically the same type of person. They just operate in different fields. And one of the things that we do for our athletes is we really try to strengthen the mental and psychological side just as much as we do the physical side. So we bring in a lot of performance coaches and, and stuff like that. And we had a session today with our performance coach um, and she brought up really uh, two great ideas. And these are things that we use in trading as well. And I wanted to shout out that so bad, but you know, no one cares about trading, but traders. So I, I kept it to myself. Um, but I want to share it with you guys. And one is mindfulness. The other is concentration. And for the second one, I actually have a cool little website you can go to that can help you perform better as a trader, or I guess build this skill that will help you perform better as a trader. But let's start with mindfulness. And we hear the term mindfulness a lot, right? You, you, there are mindfulness, uh, mindfulness, excuse me, apps out there. And I think the first thing that comes to mind when we hear mindfulness is like meditation, right? You're sitting there maybe meditating or doing yoga or kind of hmm, that type of stuff. And yes, that does include mindfulness, but it's not just that. Like you don't have to bend yourself into weird positions to be mindful. You don't have to sit and hum in a, in a rock garden to be mindful. You can take really any period during the day to be mindful. And what being mindful is, is just being aware, right? Taking some time to be present. 
I know one of my biggest, uh, I don't want to call it a bad habit, but it's something I, I, I want to work on is I'm not very good at being present, right? Trading has kind of made this even worse, but I'm always thinking towards the future, right? And in, in, the, in the markets, we're always making predictions of what's going to happen next. And essentially, I run my life like that as well, or I'm always what's next, what's next, what's next. And there are some benefits of doing that. I, I'm, I have a very good predictive nature, hence the, the trading success, but it also allows me to get ahead of myself and it doesn't allow me to enjoy the moments. So mindfulness is basically allowing yourself to be present, not thinking about the past, not thinking about the future, thinking about you and what's happening right now in the very moment. And typically what's happening in that very moment, at least what causes you to be mindful, is a whole bunch of thoughts running through your head. It could be positive thoughts about something good. It could be negative thoughts about something bad. It could be something that you're gonna do next. It could be something that you did already, right? And being mindful allows us to really not let these thoughts overwhelm us. So if we're gonna use a trading example um, for mindfulness, right? Let's say I'm, I'm trading, it's midday. Let's say I, I took a loss earlier in the day. And you know we've all traded before. If you haven't traded, you're gonna deal with this at some point. Losses stick with us, right? We, we are not supposed to let the, the next trade or the previous trade affect us, but in real life, they do. So I'm looking at the charts, I have this set up, I'm going through my if-then syntax, everything checks the boxes, and I'm ready to enter this trade, right? I've, I've, I've gone through my IPDE process, identified, uh, predict, decide, and it's time for me to execute and click that button. And right before I click that button, my hands start shaking, right? My hands start shaking, my heartbeat elevates, I start sweating, I get a little bit nervous. Why? Well, because last time I did this, I lost money. And when I lost money, that did not feel good. So now I'm experiencing the emotional state from that last trade all over again. And I start having doubts, right? Those, those evil words start creeping into my head. Should you really do this? The last trade lost, should you wait, right? And it, in many times when we're trading, we, we let these, we, we call them emotions, right? We let these emotions um, take control of us. And those emotions allow us to react. And a react can be entering something too early because we're scared we're gonna miss it. Or a reaction could be not pulling the trigger when we're supposed to because we don't really wanna be in. The fact is we are reacting to these emotions. And just to take a step back, right, there is a, a difference between reacting and responding, right? Reaction is basically doing something without thinking. Responding is taking your time to think before doing something, right? So an example of a reaction would be like, oh crap, a big candle just formed, I'm gonna miss this trade, and I just, I push the button and take it. That's a natural reaction. I didn't think, I just responded. Um, a response would be me seeing this big candle, me wanting to do whatever I'm gonna do and saying, okay, Akil, should I do this? What's my plan? If then, if that, and then deciding if it's the right way to react. So there's a big difference between the two. Successful traders respond, right? non-successful traders react. Now, as far as the mindfulness goes, right, when you're in that situation where you, you're supposed to do something and those evil thoughts have crept into your head, it's basically not shutting those thoughts down. I think a lot of people believe that we have to ignore those thoughts. We have to get rid of them. Oh, I can't be this. I can't be emotional. Um, it, it's, it, it's not good for me as a trader. The truth is, 
we're not traders. We are human beings that trade and human beings are emotional. So those emotions are going to be there. What we need to do in this mindfulness state is be present and accept that these thoughts exist. We don't need to cover them up. We don't need to push them away. We don't necessarily need to lie to ourselves. We need to accept, hey, Akil, I'm feeling a little bit anxious right now. I'm feeling a little bit scared right now. I'm feeling a little bit nervous right now, right? Accept that these emotions or these thoughts, whatever you want to call them in my head, are present. And in accepting that, we can then choose how we want to respond. So instead of just reacting off of them, right? Because even if we say we're going to push them away, they're, they're down there somewhere. They just don't go away. We just shove them into a little corner of our brain and they eventually pop up later. But by accepting them, we're acknowledging that I'm feeling this way. I am, you know, these thoughts aren't fake. These are real. However, I am choosing not to react off of blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to respond this way. And it's that little bit of a pattern interrupt, stopping yourself for that split second, that couple of seconds, that minute, that five minute, whatever it may be, stopping yourself from reaction, uh, reacting usually allows you to make the better decision, right? Think about it like if you've ever been in a, a sticky situation where, you know, maybe, uh, you know, someone pushes you in a bar, right? And, you know, initially you were like, oh, I'm going to punch that guy in the face and blah, blah, blah. But then you think about it like, okay, if I punch this guy in the face, we're going to get into a bar fight, I'm going to get arrested and blah, 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 blah. And then you stop yourself, you typically make the better decision. Or if you have a friend that holds you back and says, hey, think about it, man, you, do you really want to do this? You typically make the better decision. So, mindfulness and allowing ourselves to spend some time being mindful each day is a great tactic that you can add to your trading. And I would recommend doing it before your trading day, right? To kind of put yourself in the right mental space before your trading day starts. I would rec recommend doing it after your trading day, as you kind of decompress, you you get rid of all of the negative thoughts that are in your head. You say, boom, I'm, I'm, I'm putting this away. I'm storing it over here and I'm moving on with the rest of my day. You can even take time to do it after every trade or before every trade, right? If you're about to take a trade on an hourly candle and you have five minutes left until the close, right? Take a few minutes to be mindful and then boom, wake yourself up right before that candle closes and you're probably gonna make a much better decision than if you're sitting there watching it and getting emotional. So I think that's a very good tactic. Another tactic that we can use, and, and this is pretty cool because you guys can actually make this a, a another part of your routine and it's more competitive, more interactive, is start doing a concentration grid, right? I never heard of this until today, but um, our performance coach whipped out something called a concentration grid. And there's a site at the bottom, www.concentrationgrid.com. What do you know? And you can go and check it out and print it out. I think there's all types of online apps as well. And she does this with a lot of professional baseball players. And we know in baseball, you need your concentration to be sharp. But what a concentration grid is, it's basically a grid, um, like a box, like kind of like a word search box, right? But it's a grid of numbers, right? And it's numbers one through 100. And they're all random, they're scattered over the place. And what you have to do is, you have to go through the grid and X out each number. But here's the kick, right? You have to do it in order. So if you find number three, you can't X out three until you found two. And what you can end up doing is making it a game where you, you time yourself and you try to see how fast you can do it. Now, I did it today for the first time ever. It took me about eight minutes. I'm assuming I forgot to start my, my stopwatch, but someone said it was around the eight minute mark. And what I found was that it was incredibly difficult, right? 
I started off really fast. I had a kind of a, a, a typewriter type tactic where I went, I, I scanned from like left to right, the next line left to right, then down and net left to right. And I was banging through the first couple of numbers. One, two, mm, three, four, putting my finger on five, so boom, 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 boom. And then probably about, I would say, maybe halfway through, I lost concentration. And I don't know what caused it. I think I was looking for number 42 and I just got stuck. And I, I got stuck and then I, I lost my place and I forgot where I was at. Then I tried a different tactic. Like I, I went into this mini panic. Now I was able to kind of bring myself back at the end. But when I tell you I was flowing in the beginning, I was knocking these things off quickly and I thought I was going to win. And then boom, I got stuck. I got out of my groove. And the same thing happens to us in trading, right? Especially if you're going to be a day trader um, where you're constantly watching the charts. It's very hard to stay in that focus type of state for too long, right? We all think we can lock in. I can trade for two, three, four, five, six hours straight, right? I get traders that tell me all the time, yeah, I'm going to trade. I'm a day trade for eight hours. I'm like, man, you know, my longest time day trading was three hours a day and I can barely concentrate for that. But there comes a time in the chart, whether it's day trading, you're actively on the chart, or whether it's just a normal part of your routine, right? I find it harder to analyze the markets on Friday because I'm, I'm kind of fatigued and clocked out for the week than Monday, right? Monday, I'm fresh because I've done nothing Saturday and Sunday aside from like my, my weekend analysis. And then like Monday, Tuesday, like I'm all into it. Thursday, Friday, I'm like, ah, like just get the week over with. And I, and I, I, I find myself concentrating less. And the thing in trading is that Good trades are so hard to find. I always say good trades are like finding a needle in a haystack where they're out there, but the market kind of covers them and does all this other stuff to trick you. And then boom, out of nowhere, that good trading opportunity exists and then it's gone right away. And if you're lacking concentration and you happen to miss it, if you happen to not see it, if you got distracted, right? Who knows when the next good trading opportunity is going to come next, right? And then you put yourself in a situation where you're upset at yourself because you missed a good trade. Now you're emotional. You didn't do your mindfulness stuff. And now you're entering bad trades. So what I'm going to start doing and, and seeing how this works for me is I'm going to start doing this concentration grid probably once a week. And I, I, I'm, a, I'm sure this would work for any, um, I, don't, I don't know, different games like Sudoku and stuff like that. I'm sure any type of concentration game or concentration base game, like I know, they say like older people should be doing like word puzzles and Scrabble and stuff like that. Anything like that, my guesses would be helpful. I like this because it's numbers and I have a timer and I can kind of race myself and I like being competitive and a few people beat me, which I'm upset about. So I got to practice, but I'm going to start working this into my normal routine and seeing one, if I can hold my concentration longer on the actual game. Again, about four minutes in, I just went bonkers and I zoned out for like a minute before slapping myself in the face. But I'd be curious to see what effect it has on my trading and if it allows me to be more or have better concentration on a day-to-day -day basis in the market and on a week-to-week -week basis as well. So I think it's really cool how these two things um, kind of connect with each other. Again, I always believe that sports and trading are, are very similar and that's why I love what I do because I can take what I learn in trading and relate it to the athletes I work with. I can take what I learn with the athletes and take it and uh, help traders as well. So I'm in a perfect scenario. So let me know if you guys have ever tried anything like this or maybe you tried something better maybe there's a word puzzle or something that you like that kind of keeps you sharp 
If so, let me know, shoot me a DM, uh, leave it in the comment if you're listening to this on YouTube. Don't be shy about reaching out. I'm trying to learn just as much as you guys are trying to. So I hope you guys learned something like this. And if you're looking to learn more about trading, again, make sure you check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. I recommend taking a 14-day risk-free trial membership to start. That gets you on the platform, it gets you in some courses, it gets you in some live session. It allows you to download some software and really get a feel for how we teach and how we coach before you make any type of commitment on your future. So www.tier1trading.com and I'll see you guys over there.